Welcome to another Beyond Camp mini pod. We're excited to be here with you today to dive into another challenging topic for a few minutes uh, that Cassie and I have some recent experience on. And so we figured that instead of just talking the talk, we'd share with you how we walk the walk uh, a little gracefully and with some stumbles uh, and tears along the way. Welcome to Beyond Camp, a podcast for summer camp directors and leaders by Go Camp Pro. Beyond Camp explores the intersection of camp and the rest of our lives. Camp professionals know that all aspects of our lives affect our camp experience. And Beyond Camp is here to dive into the messy, brave, and joyous conversations that surround that fact. Check out our show notes at gocamp.pro slash beyondcamp. Uh, so Cassie, how are you doing today? Yeah, today I am surviving. It's my new, my new thing. Definitely not thriving, but day by day, getting through. That's fair. I had staff last summer that would always be like, or two summers ago now, I guess, who'd be like, oh, are you thriving, Rachel? Are you thriving? Uh, and yeah, that's fair. I feel like sometimes we're just surviving. Yeah. So hard conversations. Um, there's so many different types of hard conversations out there. What are we really talking about today? I think today, like, I think there's a lot of hard conversations. Totally agree, especially in this day and age. But right now, it's I kind of want to focus on like the feedback, having the things about the conversations that might kind of make you feel feel like you suck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, and I want to talk about this from both the side of like having to give that feedback, uh, because a lot mm-hmm. of us as camp pros uh, often are in charge of supervising folks. And so we have to give feedback, but we yeah. also have to receive it. And I find that as you move up in the world, um, I was going to say climb the corporate ladder, but often um, as you become somebody who supervises other people, sometimes the opportunity to receive feedback is less, um, which is challenging for a multitude of reasons. And we've talked about the importance of feedback before. Uh, But I feel like we often don't have the time to practice receiving feedback as often as we practice giving it. That's so true. And I think right now it's actually something I'm trying to build into my new workplaces culture is not just, you know, giving our frontline staff feedback, but asking them to give us feedback and starting to create that environment where they can feel safe saying, you kind of sucked at this. Mm -hmm. Could you do better next time? (laughs) That's amazing. I love that you're bringing camp into other workplaces because I feel like that's a very camp thing to do. Um, I know that I had a staff member sit down with me at the end of last summer, two summers ago now. And she was like, hey, you know, like this is actually how like you made me feel and like these things happen. And I was like, wow, I'm so so proud of you for coming forward and saying to your boss, you did these things that made me feel this way. um, Mm -hmm. And I respect you, but like this, you know, upset me during the last couple of weeks. And it was a big learning moment for me as well. And I was like, wow, yeah, you know, like I got, you know, carried away with whatever I was doing and um, didn't have the results that I had hoped for in the end. And it's a humbling thing to do. And I don't know that I did it perfectly. Um, But I thought I would share the story that you and I had recently, Cassie, of having to receive feedback. So Cassie and I uh, were the recipients of of some team feedback on the Beyond Camp podcast. And so I uh, have asked the person who gave us this feedback for their permission to share this. Um, So many of you know the fabulous Gabrielle Rail uh, or Gabs as she's known to many of us. And so we had a great uh, podcast with her and Jackie. Um, And so we recorded this for the first time weeks ago, a couple months ago, actually. Yeah, and Cassie and I were fired up about it. We we're like, yeah, like this was great, you know, and we came out of it and we always have like mixed emotions after we record a podcast, but usually we're like pretty stuck. We're like, oh yeah, like that was great. They're so fun. Uh, and then the next day Gabs reached out and she was like, hey, you know, I was wondering if you'd be open to me giving you some feedback because I just like, I didn't feel great about how the podcast went. And I would love to like, to share that feedback with you. 
Uh, and so yeah. for, <laughs> for me, I received that message as I was like driving to pick up my moving truck to move that weekend. So I already had like all of the emotions in the world with me. Uh, plus then also that, I don't know how you felt about it, Cassie. Yeah. It was kind of a like, Oh, um, okay. It wasn't, was it good? Is this good feedback? Is this not good feedback? Like what more is there to this? Because it's like, I want to give you some feedback. And I was just like, okay, we suck. Like, that's it. It's over. Like, (laughs) yeah, it was tough because we both have a lot of respect for gaps as well. And I also personally don't do well when somebody's like, I want to talk to you about something, you know, in several days. And then I don't know like what that topic is that we're going to talk about. Which makes it so much harder to kind of sit, sit in that uncertainty. Totally. Also familiar with right now. Yeah, you know, because pandemic life. Uh, but it's something that I know that I, I need to work on. And so mm-hmm. we're like, yeah, like, thanks, Gabs. Like, we're happy. We're happy to chat. So we set up a time to chat. And we were like, um, we also are like happy to re-record this episode at another point if you feel like that it wasn't a positive thing. And she was very gracious. And she was like, no, you can release it. But I want it to be something that we're all proud of. And we're like, okay, but just so you know, like, that's on the table. We want it to be yeah. very clear that we don't ever want to interview somebody and put out work that we aren't 100% behind. On both sides. Yeah, exactly. Um, And so we had this meeting with Gabs um, and I was tired and stressed from moving. Um, We'd had a bunch of like internet chaos. So I was like back at my parents' house. It hadn't gone well. So I sat down to that meeting already kind of like all over the place scattered. Yeah. I think it was about when I started getting sick as well. Yeah. So we went into this meeting, uh, neither of us in like the greatest headspace. Um, And it was tough because I thought, okay, like now we got to be on the receiving end of feedback. And so we listened and we talked, we had this great back and forth. And I was so Mm -hmm. grateful that somebody cared enough about our work to want to give us feedback and say, Hey, it was okay, but it wasn't great. How can we make it great? Yeah. It was, you know, to be able to receive that feedback, you know, we were, you know, none of us were in a great space, at least from our side of things. Mm -hmm. Like we just all have, we have too much going on in our lives but it was such a learning opportunity to be able to sit down and receive feedback on what we've been doing because so often, and I think in camping, especially when you, especially when you get into those higher leadership positions, it's like, oh yeah, you're doing good. Just, just keep doing what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And people don't often take or even make the time to give you something that's valuable. Mm -hmm. And, you know, feedback, whether it's good or not so good, can only help us in the end. Yeah. And I really appreciate the way that Gabs delivered the feedback as well, mm-hmm. because she said, you know, like, this is how I felt going into the podcast and I was unclear about this, but maybe that's my fault. And so I felt like she also opened it up and allowed yeah. space for us to speak as well. Um, yeah. Like she humbled herself to be like, Hey, like, this is how I'm feeling. What's mm-hmm. your perspective. And so it was a back and forth, uh, which yeah. I loved. Um, and I left feeling really valued. Um, oh, for sure you know, not berated, but it was really nerve wracking, uh, you know, to go into, to, to receive oh, yeah. feedback. And I was like, wow, I haven't necessarily been in a place. And it's not that I haven't done things worthy of feedback because I certainly have. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just that like in my role, I haven't had a lot of that opportunity. And so I felt, we felt compelled that we should share this with our listeners. Yeah. And I think like, it's important to call like, notice that like, before Gabs joined us on the call where we received this feedback, we were sitting there going, how do we feel? Like, and we were just like, I know for me specifically, I felt like I was quaking in my boots going like, 
what's about to happen? What's this conversation going to be like? Just not knowing what to expect. And that, you know, it's okay to feel that way, but also to be open to the idea that it probably isn't going to be that way. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think it's, we also admitted that it, I think to Gabs that we don't often receive feedback. And so we were like grateful for that chance to learn. Um, I think next time I would have taken more notes. I think that would have helped me um, to process it later because I processed it in the moment as best I could. Mm -hmm. And I'm like a pretty good auditory processor, I think for the most part, but I think it would have been helpful had I like taken a few notes to be like, okay, you know, like next time do this, Rachel, or like, let's learn from this and really maybe. And then I could have like reflected a day or two later with some key action points perhaps of like, okay, had this tough conversation. Here's the things that I want to take action on in the next couple of days. That's a great idea. I didn't take notes either. We, I think we were just so caught up in the moment of like what to, what to do and how to manage this. Because as you said, neither of us have ever really received a lot of feedback. Probably not a good thing in the long run. So please give your middle managers more feedback in their lives or your managers in your businesses. It'll help them in the long run. Mm-hmm. But you know, also making sure that either you provide the tools for these people to have success through this, or even, you know, wrap the conversation and have a debrief. Maybe Mm -hmm. that's what we should be thinking about is, you know, how do we actually take this feedback and process it? Yeah, I think that's really important because, you know, we often talk about like, how do you prepare yourself for um, a tough conversation? You know, Mm -hmm. like you have your notes, like when you're giving these having hard conversations as a supervisor, you know, like bring your notes with you, make sure you're in a good mental headspace yourself, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. But like, what about afterwards? Even when you give feedback, like afterwards, walk away from that and take a moment to jot down some notes. Like, how did you feel? Um, how did mm-hmm. the other person react? How did that affect you? Did you feel like you were more emotional than you wanted to be? Were you not emotional enough? Because I think sometimes also when we have hard conversations, it's okay on both sides to show emotion yeah. and we should um, encourage that and recognize that that's a sign of vulnerability and humanness as well, especially in the time that we live in right now. Yeah. And I think recognizing that emotion in another person in that conversation is so important and valid right now to let them know that it's okay to feel your feelings. Yeah. And Gabs did a great job of that. of being like, yeah. Hey, like you folks look like you're having a bit of a tough time right now. Um, is it okay for us to even have this conversation as well? And I think that that's a boundary that we can also set for ourselves to be like, hey, is it possible that we could postpone this for a day or or whatever, depending on the nature of the conversation? Mm -hmm. I think as a manager though, too, like if you're doing this from that kind of perspective, you do have to take that into account of like, what what is this conversation about and what are the impacts that it may have if you don't have it sooner than later? Yeah, and you know, we talk about being beyond camp, that's who we are. think about all of the things happening in the world right now that are beyond camp, beyond, yeah. uh, you know, your job right now. So um, for example, on the day that we're recording today, we just had a big announcement here in Ontario, but uh, further restrictions. So like that's weighing heavily on everybody, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you're going to have a hard conversation with somebody that can't wait, be aware that that's going to impact how they're going to react. And if it can wait, maybe it's worth it because the emotional weight is so huge. Like we're dealing with so much right now that you need to be cognizant of those things. And certainly there's some conversations that can't wait, but if you can try and work around what's happening in the world a little bit, maybe that's wise. Yeah. I also think it might be valuable to, you know, honor the time that you've got booked and maybe it's a good space time to hold space for that person to, you know, unload if you have the capacity to do so for them to, you know, give them time to let them know, to let you know what's on their mind so that you maybe have a little bit more context as to what's going on behind the scenes or in that invisible backpack that we all carry. 
Yeah, for sure. Um, and so sort of the ending of our story of this practice of having a tough conversation, receiving feedback was that we had the wonderful opportunity to re-record with Jackie and Gabs, um, which was fabulous. And we felt like really mm-hmm. far more like mission aligned. Um, we felt like we were on the same page. We were really able to produce a better product. It's not that the first product wasn't good. It was okay. But this one yeah. we feel like is great. Um, and so we really value having walked through that tough conversation. And so I encourage folks that when you're thinking about having tough conversations, is that something sometimes, yes, you need a tough conversation to go from like bad to good, but sometimes a tough conversation can take good to great. And that's wonderful. Even better in some minds, <laughs> depending on your headspace that day. <laughs> For sure. We also want to recognize and honor that we are, you know, well past the 300th day of the pandemic. I saw that milestone going around on Twitter. Oh and my such. goodness. Um, and there's a lot of tough conversations happening right now about a whole variety of things, camp and mm-hmm. outside of camp. Um, and folks are having them left, right, and center. So we want to remind you that there's lots of resources available. Um, please reach out to a friend or a family member to a crisis line, uh, to a helpline if you need anything. Um, there's professionals there to help you and you don't have to uh, go through any of this time alone. So a reminder to please set boundaries for yourself and please, please reach out uh, should you need to, to have those tough conversations. Fabulous. Well, thanks for joining us on another mini pod of Beyond Camp, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning into this episode. Beyond Camp is a part of Go Camp Pro and the Go Camp Pro Podcast Network. Find a podcast for camp professionals of every age and stage at gocamp.pro/podcast. Thanks for listening, friends. Hey, Camp Pros. We love that our industry is built on sharing. In order to foster that spirit, if you've gotten even one good idea from a Go Camp Pro podcast, masterclass, from the Summer Camp Professionals Group, a conference, or wherever else, we ask that you give credit where credit is due. That way, it'll encourage camp pros to keep freely sharing their ideas and make the camp industry as a whole better.